Welcome to episode 71 of the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnon, and today's episode couldn't have come a moment too soon because I couldn't get a wink of sleep last night. It's a good job then that I got to spend 10 minutes chatting with Miles Miller, interim CIO of Dreams. And rather than counting sheep together, we spent time discussing the importance of data and technology in providing a connected and long-lasting customer experience, even when it comes to mattresses. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Tea. How do you have it? Milk, no sugar. How many do you have a day? I like the morning brew uh, and sometimes in the afternoon. So yeah, perhaps two. Restrained. I like that. I've got to get off my habit of five a day. Save or spend? Uh, spend. <laughs> Mac or PC? Mac. Okay. <laughs> Soft or firm? Mattress. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I quite like a firm mattress, actually. I think it's a... Uh, I'm sure my, my partner likes it slightly softer, but we, uh, yeah, I've won that battle and it's uh, a firm mattress. They say it's better for your back, don't they, having a firm mattress? It does, mattress. yeah. There you go. I think it's a maturity thing. Yeah, you know, I, I suppose when we were younger, we, we, we've gone through various foam and, you know, different materials, but, but you know, the firm mattress is, is, is really nice now. I really appreciate it. It's good because <laughs> you get older. What happens to a mattress when someone's finished with it? What happens at the end of its life? Well, a lot of the parts are recycled. The sustainability in our industry is the same as it is in any other part of retail. We try to reuse what we can. Um, obviously, there are parts of it that, that have to be disposed of. But the sustainability as a concept and recycling you know, is certainly certainly a big part of our business. Our mattresses have quite a long life. Yeah, Some yeah. people own them for, for up to 10 years or more. Uh, and certainly, I suppose, if you look at the, the commercial business hotels and that, there's many, many people that will spend many a night on a, on a mattress through its life. Uh, so they're certainly well used. How, how do you monitor, then, the lifespan of the mattresses that, that they go out. I guess, well, I guess the different question is, is, is monitoring the lifespan of a mattress part of the kind of supply chain management process for Dreams or is it, are they two completely different processes? I suppose the short answer is that uh, it's an area that we'd like to to improve on. We'd, we're okay. wanting to understand more about the kind of the post-purchase experience and how customers are using our product and, and as part of the kind of the broader loyalty concept you know, what does what drives a customer to come yeah. back to us? What are those intervals? And how do you move the purchase of furniture away from some of the big lifestyle milestones that you go through? Buying property, new homes, growing families. You know, we certainly want to understand more about the wellness concepts and how consumers uh, interact with sleep. You know, sleep really matters to, to dreams and we are, you know, it's really important that we design great product that aligns with and supports our customers. But it's certainly an area we're, we're trying to to do more research and understand more about what that, that journey looks like. Cool. So it's moving from a single purchase product where it's kind of you buy it and, and that's it. You, you kind of don't engage it again to, as you say, they're making it more of a lifestyle purchase, something that you're managing, monitoring and, and checking the wellness of the individuals who are buying it you're almost adding value it's beyond just that purchase point and i guess then in order to get that information to understand that journey and, and to connect everything together data is probably quite important or managing data is probably quite an important part of dreams and their, their desire to do that oh definitely yeah correct our data you know like any sort of business that's going through that, that digital transformation piece 
you know, we really want to understand more about who our customer is, why they have made um, decisions around uh, their, their kind of their purchases, uh, and then, as I say, what that sort of post-purchase experience looks like and how they kind of interact with us as a, as a brand, as a company, uh, and how we can continue to support them. But it all sort of, as I say, features as part of that wellness you know, ideal um, that so much of the world is, is trying to battle with at the minute. Just to ask it, what does digital transformation look like for miles, for dreams? You know, what, is, what does it mean to you? I have, uh, it's, a, it's an enormous concept, but I, I try and make this about kind of three, three core principles. Uh, one is about simplicity. For me, digital transformation is, is about providing some tools, but you're trying to simplify business operations, both for internal stakeholders and for external stakeholders. Businesses are about people, about uh, how we engage with one another to go and execute things. But technology provides tools that you can help join up dots, right. simplify um, ways of working. And that leads into to the next piece, which is, is kind of about alignment and efficiency. Again, I think there is you know, so much value to be had through digital transformation is generated by businesses pursuing greater levels of alignment cross-functionally. And certainly when you do things like ERP, it is about providing building blocks in different functions that tie together and join up the dots as to how does information flow. But you, can, you can simplify operations and certainly increase levels of alignment, uh, which in turn generates value. Uh, and I guess my third piece would be then um, kind of about execution. It's kind of an output of digital transformation. But, you know, I'm all, all about trying to improve our ability to execute on what we say we're going to do. Um, and that's primarily, you know, customer-led. How do you increase service levels? And if you don't mind me asking, given your role as CIO of Dreams, what is your biggest challenge? What keeps you miles up at night? Well, so uh, to put some context around what we're doing with Dreams. It's not the, it's um, not the mattress, surely. <laughs> it's not the mattress. <laughs> no, so, so what I find quite interesting is much of my career, I've actually been in fashion. I've recently kind of come to the, the furniture business. Uh, and I, what I see is that fashion has gone through quite a significant revolution, you know, within retail uh, over quite an extended period of time now. And, and furniture is still somewhat behind the curve. They're not as mature in term, as, a, as a kind of a part of retail around the sort of digital capability. Consumers are still slightly more accepting of the idea that you can buy a product and you can have a longer lead time for it to arrive in fashion. Everybody wants everything next day, kind of real time now, live, and are very demanding for that. And I guess what I'm trying to, to do is take some of those uh, ideas. I, I see that there's a sea change of people and consumers from fashion retail arriving in the furniture business. And it's trying to to kind of help stay relevant, make sure that the, the, this, these parts, are, you know, we're future ready. We've got the capabilities that we need to to support our customers. Amazon are driving much of this change as well, you know. But it's all about keeping pace. I think there's certainly been a bit of a gap over the, the, the course of the last few years that we're, we're trying to keep up with. It does feel sometimes when you go into, if you don't mind me saying this, if you do go into one of these furniture type places and you, you have a mooch about, it does feel like you are slightly transported back to the end of the 80s or the beginning of the 90s. It's still a little bit, it is, as you say, it is a little bit behind. I guess that's also part of the driver and part of the reason why you're going through company an ERP project to try and bring that all forward as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, even things, uh, you know, kind of product lead time, you know, is, is really, really important. Invariably, as a as a you know, any retail business, 
the way to to try and um, reduce lead time is to carry more stock, is to to, to tie up more working capital in product, and so you have stock on hand and you can you can kind of service demand, um, you know, as it's presented. Um, and, and sort of we're very much moving into a more stocked kind of model, and we are you know we're growing our supply chain and we need the tools and ERP system uh, and the like to kind of help us allocate stock to order and manage the turn and and all the kind of the, the simple business concepts that um, that are really important to execute service to customers and also to, to protect margin. What advice would you give to other CIOs considering uh, moving into some sort of digital transformation based project, ERP, large implementation type project? What advice would you give to them? It's probably two bits. You know, one is to try and keep it simple. I think that is always really, really important with any strategy and or leadership ideal that, that businesses try and pursue. It's not to try and do everything in one go. I think there are loads of reasons why people enter into or businesses enter into digital transformation or ERP type programs. I think it's really important to take a phased approach and pursue kind of MVPs or, or, or simpler milestones where you can present value and you can take people on a journey. Ultimately, the journey is, is kind of is really, really important as to whether you're, you're successful or not. I think too often, businesses try and do too much in the first instant and they can be quite naive as to to size of change. The other piece briefly would be just to try and separate out what is business transformation from technical transformation. Yeah. Business transformation is notoriously hard to execute. And again, you know, if you can keep it simple and you can keep people aligned with, you know, what your guiding principles are and what it is you're trying to achieve, it's far more likely you will be successful. uh, And uh, that paves the way for, for future phases of work. Do you know how your customers use your products? If you don't, how can you monitor what they do with them, how they use them, and whether they're getting value from them? You can't. Connected technology, in Miles' words, joins the dots. It simplifies ways of working and creates efficiencies and alignments that in turn generate value. Dreams' mission is to ensure everyone gets a perfect night's sleep, and the more you know how your customers are interacting with your products, the easier meeting missions like this becomes. And as Dreams move to Microsoft Dynamics 365, is one step in enabling a more connected customer journey. Thanks for listening, and until next time, take care of yourselves.